help support our coverage using Blueberry, the community that gives creators the ability to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get 30 days to try out the service using promo code BLUEBERRY004. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y-004. Steve, how are you? How you been? I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah. Yep, all, th all things considered. You know, I'm kind of just off the top. What's your take on the show? Yeah. Do you want to do? The, do you want to save that for the inter, for the interview? Is the, that what you want to talk about? Oh, well, or you just ask me off. I just asked you off the cuff. Oh. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use this number forty percent. Everything is forty percent plus or minus. Yeah, I think you're about right. You know, Pe people wise, we're definitely way lower than forty percent. But yeah. vendor wise, forty percent. I think that's about right. Yeah, and what you know, what's really interesting is you know with all the news of the big companies that have pulled out. The smaller ones can't afford to pull out. That's right. You know, th I mean, they invent, they invest so much time and money in this. I was just saying, there's more foreign companies here than there are American companies. Are, are there really? Well, at least downstairs. Yeah. You know, so it kind of blew me away on that part. But anyway, we can talk about that more later. Yeah. So, wh what are you here to talk about today? Well, I, I thought I thought we would talk about doing PR in a COVID sure, environment. Sure. You know, sure. Sure. Like what? what we've been. This is our twentieth year here, yeah. so I've seen it all. Yeah. And I thought maybe we would. You know, talk about just what you asked yeah. me. What are the differences? Yeah. Is it still effective? Is it still good for people to be here? You, you know, know sort of here's the thing. And him and I were just talking about this before you came on the mic. We've known you for years. Right. And we love working with your guests. And you bring them up. You always bring us quality product. But for a period of time, the PR folks almost acted like we were doing them a favor. And it wasn't this good, cohesive relationship. It didn't feel good. It felt like we were giving more than we were getting. Right. And this year, it's almost like there's been a reset. Oh, interesting. It feels like it's a reset because the PR people are, and not that the PR, you know, there's, you know, your, your job is to protect your client, get your client exposure, get them, keep them moving, right? My job is to get as much information as I can and maybe build a relationship with them down the road. Right. And um, for this year, though, I don't think there's a lot of PR reps here. Maybe I'm wrong, but what, what, what is, you know, the, your industry, what do you feel? Do you feel that there's lower numbers of PR people oh, here? Oh, oh, there's definitely lower numbers. A lot, a lot more of the publicists are doing this virtually. Um, but, you know, when you walk around Pepcom, CES Unveiled, and the Showstoppers, you know, they've all got somebody out there. All the exhibitors have somebody out there hawking their wares right, right. And, and trying to drag the journalists into their booth. Sure. We're, we're no different. Sure. Um, but, yeah, the numbers, are, the numbers are what they are. They're really way down. And yeah. The same, same holds true for publicists. Yeah. I, I'm glad that uh, CEA did continue to hold the show. I don't think they could afford it not to, number one. Um, but, and I know that the press has been busting on them a bit, but this could have went away. This could have been canceled. Yeah, well, I, I think, and I, we, we were chatting about this before we came on the air. I think, you know, it's a matter of a lot of the smaller companies, and I don't just mean the startups. I mean, the mid-range companies can't afford not to be here. I know. Look, if Hisense, Sony, uh, Toyota, if they want to make an announcement, you know, they can do it. That's right. Without CES. That's right. They have their own PR machine. They got, you know, yes. But also, they have to take into account more than other firms the optics of them being here. Mm -hmm. Are they doing the right thing by their people, their customers? Right, their, right. The smaller companies, you know, invest a lot of money, not just in their booth and the booth infrastructure, but what they expect to get out of this. So, 
you know, again, they can't afford not to be here. So for them, it's important to, you know, stick. The story I always say is the first year I came to CES and had a camera, I walked into the very new company called GoPro. It wasn't a big booth. This is at the very early beginnings of them. Walked in, did an interview. They weren't necessarily maxing their credit card out, but they were new to the show. They didn't get a lot of exposure their first year. And I made a lifetime relationship with the GoPro team just by doing that interview. In the same token, walking down aisles, and there's a guy there with a 10 by 10. He's maxed out his credit card. He's brought prototypes to the show. He's trying to get a sale. And those show those companies now have grown into hundred by hundred hundred booths. You know they, right. they, but they started out in ten by tens, and like here in Vegas, they rolled the <laughs> dice to be here and make connections. So for me, it's exciting to see the small booths and see those folks that are here with their brand new product. And they're trying to get on the market. Um, I think that's what really CES to me is all about. It's fun to go in and see Samsung and Sony and all those folks, but. You know, you're herded like cats to those booths. Yes. And, you know, and uh, you're handled. And in, this, in the small booths, in the small vendors, it may not be a 10 by 10. Maybe they're a 20 by 20. They spent a butt-ton of money to be here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, you're, and the, the exhibitors that you're talking about as the startups, you know, usually they begin in Eureka Park. Right. Where they have to pay $1,000, only have to pay $1,000 for their booth, 2600 if they want power. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, that's a great startup opportunity for them. As a publicist, and as, especially as a publicist that manages some of these companies, it's really rewarding, as you say, to see these companies go from a Eureka Park startup to a 10 by 20, a 20 by 30 company. Right. You know, I'm talking about the booth size, sure. of course. Yeah. And, I, and it's, we always love, I call it grazing, you know, going to Eureka Park uh, and just walk by each booth and see that that uh, that product is like, wow, what have you got? Let me talk to you. But I tell you where a lot of these companies fail. Signage, 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 right. signage. You know, if you're a publicist, please work with these companies <laughs> on signage. Because if I don't know in three seconds what they're doing or what they have, I, I may miss them, you know. Right. Because we're, we're walking by and someone grabbed me and they said, can you look? And I'm like, well, what do you guys do? And once they explain, oh, that's cool, but I would have never, because, you know, you're looking at literally a thousand vendors, yep. and if, you, if they can't catch you, so make sure you tell your company, sign each, sign each, sign each, sign each, even if it's just like, we do this. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't care about the company name. We do this. Then, you know, it's, that's what I want to, because Chris, you and I were talking about it too, right? Same thing. We, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it. It's kind of that concept of, sure, McDonald's is a brand, but you know what the sign means. <laughs> and you know, that's, you know, you oh, know what the symbol means. Yeah. And that's kind of the same advice we give to our, 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 our corporate clients. Speak in sound bites. You know, a, a reporter is not going to listen to a 20-minute conversation about the, t uh, the engineering of their product. They want to know real quickly, what, did, what is it and what does it do? That's right. Same thing with signage. You know, there are companies here. You're 100% right. There are companies here you'll walk by. I'm, I'm looking at, at Lumi down there, and I don't know what they do. <laughs> no what, idea. Yeah. Right. But, you know, if there's a two or three word, a five word kicker or a theme line. A kicker. You're, you might stop and look at it, That's, or otherwise you're going to walk I around. And just keep on walking, you know. Yeah. It's something at least to tell me this yeah. is, you know, because I look in the booth, I'm like, 
okay, keep going. I don't have time to stop. Yeah, yeah right. and, and that's just it. You're walking down an aisle of like 200 booths, <laughs> yeah. so you got to know before you get to it. No, I, I like, you got to be able to see ahead of time I call what it, it's about. I call it the half step. I walk, I walk booths in a half step, and I, I do I do this, you know. And you can see that, you know, they see they see the media badge. They want to grab you and pull you in, but they don't want to. And cause sh- but it's, yeah. So, huh. <laughs> so what's it been like operating with, I know that your business died for a whole year at least, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we were fortunate that we were able to uh, bring in a few clients to handle, to work CES virtually last year. And, um, you know, it was certainly a challenge, but we also learned a ton. And what we learned is what the rest of the industry learned is that you can operate in something of a hybrid capacity. Now, for a trade show, is it ideal? Absolutely not. Is it nice to have that extra element that you can bank on and work with? Yes, that's good. But CES won't be as efficient as it should be until we get back to fully normal. Yeah, I made a PR person mad. They sent me an email and I said, I'm only interviewing people in person. I said, if I have, if I'm going to be here, you can be here. (laughs) And, uh, Ooh, didn't really go over so good, but yeah, don't c- like the optics of that one. No, but it's it, for me. It's um, the virtual. I've done virtual as an actual company on the, my regular business, right? And it was very, very tough. It's very, very tough to get good traction, get you know, good people to talk to you, especially when you're doing B to C. Not necessarily B to B, maybe easier, but B to C, it was really, really tough. But, you know, there is one benefit to doing things virtually that, um, that is different from the live event. And that is the opportunity to have that one-on-one conversation. When you go into a networking room, you know, you might meet a, folk, you know, a few folks here and there and, yeah. uh, you know, be able to interact. But when you are able to schedule a meeting, even if it's a 10-minute meeting, you've got that one-on-one time with that individual. Yeah. As a journalist, we love that. Yeah. And as a publicist, it's really, you know, it, it's really a positive. Yeah, and it's and, and another thing too is for any publicists that are listening to this, going off site is challenging. You know, so we're oh, yeah. over, we're over at the win, we're in suite such and such. And I'm like, okay, send me a car, pick me up in front of the Venetian, take me to the win, have the car wait, I'll run up and do the interview, and then have the car bring me back to the Venetian. And they're like, oh no, no, we're not going to do that. I'm like, I don't have two hours uh-huh. to get an Uber, get over there, try to find the suite, you know. So, yeah, if you're going to be doing suites, make sure you have a plan to get people in and out. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, Todd, because, and it's going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn as, as a PR guy, which I am. Um, we do that. What well, we see, that's do, smart. Well, what <laughs> we do is my business partner, Kenny, we rent a van. And, we, and if, <laughs> if, if somebody from the Las Vegas Convention Center is doing your show, we're picking them up right outside the convention center, driving them here. Somebody's going to meet that person right down there, run them right up, do the interview, and we take them back. So that way they're not out of the booth for three hours. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So it works two ways. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, that's the thing we've learned over the years. Yeah. That it just, that's just how it flies. Yep. Like I said, with that hospitality suite last night, we walked and walked and walked and... One hotel sent us to the other hotel and sent us back to the other hotel and sent us back. And finally, the security guy was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't let you up there. You don't have a key. And I'm like, but I'm with media. I'm here to go to a hospitality suite. Yeah, but you, I can't let you up there. Those are, it's like, what, what the what? I 
spent an hour and a half walking around trying to get this thing. You know, yeah. this is so resonating. Sorry. Last, last Sorry, tra- Scott. La- last trade show I was at, I thought I was going to a meeting in the suite at the Encore. Guess what? It was in the wind. Yeah, so that makes it tough. Yeah, exactly. Well, Scott, anything else before you uh, bounce out here with us? Oh, oh I'm sorry for me. Um, no, no, I think this is great. Um, I really appreciate it. I always love chatting with you. Yeah. I love, I know you, you talk to uh, a lot of the... Um, I'm sorry, I called you Scott. That's Steve. okay, no worries. Yeah, I was, I was looking around when you said, is Scott here? Yeah, um, who's Scott? <laughs> um, no, I, you know, I, I, I think that I, I love chatting with you because I think it gives you a break, a little bit of a break about yeah. talking about the, you know, the different companies yeah. and their products. This is a different perspective. You know, Todd, I love CES. I, as I said, I've been coming here for two decades. I really enjoy the energy. And it's great building relationships, yeah. you know, with, with guys like you and Kirk and Chris and Scott yeah. Ertz. And, yeah. you know, that's what it's all about. So why don't you give, you know, there's sometimes there's companies that watch this too. So why don't you give a plug here for your company? Sure. Uh, Brotman Winter Freed Communications. We're a sports entertainment marketing, uh, you know, fun-oriented technology PR firm. We have a specific website for our tech clients. It's BWF, Brotman Winter Freed, BWFCESPR.com. Outstanding. And we, we do all sorts of uh, publicity and promotion, uh, not just at trade shows, but all year round. Outstanding. Thank you for the opportunity hey, for the plug. Th- thanks for being on. Appreciate it. Th- always great to, hang, great to see you. hang with you. Yep. Thanks so much. Take care. TPN CES 2022 coverage is executive produced by Michelle Mendez. Technical directors are Kurt Corliss and Adam Barker. Associate producers are Nancy Ertz and Maurice McCoy. Interviews are edited by Joe Minnie. Hosts are Marlo Anderson, Todd Cochran, Scott Ertz, Christopher Jordan, Danielle Mendez, and Alante Sparks. Las Vegas Studio provided by HC Productions. Remote Studio provided by Plug Hits Productions. This has been a Tech Podcast Network production. Copyright 2022.